Hello, I'm Elizabeth Oldfield, and this is a little bonus episode of The Sacred to acknowledge the strangeness of this moment. I'm recording this remotely on an iPhone with a duvet over my head, which is not our normal way of working, but we're all just adjusting and hopefully the sound quality is good enough for you to be able to bear listening. I wanted to just share a bit of what I've been thinking about how the sacred might relate to this inflection point in which the whole world is slowing down and closing up and finding too few ways of distracting ourselves from our fear of the future. I'm just going to pop the bonnet for a minute on some of the underlying thinking behind this podcast, which you'll know a bit about if you've listened to Ian Dunt's interview with me. I'm really interested in peace building and formation, which is a, a kind of technical religious word for what kind of people we're becoming, what ordinary habits we can practice in order to live more wisely and more lovingly. Really listening to people in person and on this podcast And trying to do so with empathy and with self-awareness of my own reactions has been a real key part of that for me. Personally, my Christian faith is absolutely central to this and my main motivation. But one of the things I've loved about getting to know many of you as guests and listeners is seeing that that drive is present in people of many different religions and those who wouldn't call themselves religious at all. A virus might not immediately seem like a time when we need to be practising peace building, It's not a war or the aftermath of the war, at least not a war on other people. But I think framing this time in terms of peace building actually might help us, or at least it's helping me. We know that when we're anxious, when we feel under threat, it's much easier to lash out, to blame other people, to act defensively rather than for the common good. By managing our own threat response in whatever ways work for us, we can try and be less part of the problem and contribute instead to solutions. By recognising our desire to blame as a way of restoring a sense of control and order in a disordered world, we're more likely to resist that temptation. Peace-building practices also teach us vulnerability and empathy, and we can all be finding creative ways to demonstrate those even at a distance. One of the things that's come across again and again in interviews on this podcast is this sense of something ramping up, that society is slowly fragmenting And we don't know how to slow it down or even stop it. We don't know how to turn back the tide of corrosive individualism that drives so many of our problems. And well, we are well and truly fragmented and isolated now. All in our little brick boxes, at least in the UK, we've all been advised not to gather really at all, if at all possible. I know that the economic impacts of this time will be catastrophic, particularly for the most vulnerable. And as Douglas Alexander said in his interview, economic instability can drive division. I grieve for those who are already grieving and those who are full of fear, including in some moments myself. Alongside these very right and true responses, I'm also sitting under this duvet, speaking into an iPhone, really hopeful. The word apocalypse means a kind of unveiling, a revelation of something we didn't know before. I'm struck by the lengths that we as a society are prepared to go, even begrudgingly, to protect the most vulnerable. What we're seeing is an implicit recognition of innate human value, innate human dignity unrelated to economic output or social status, which is deeply heartening. Many of us, though not all of us, have a bit more time, a bit more space to reflect on what is important. And we're sharing a common experience, acknowledging our shared fragility, And if we can tear ourselves away from the news cycle long enough to respond, 
not just react to this crisis. There is a chance we could come out of it better. I'm going to finish with a poem by Lynn Ungar, which has been widely shared and I think is beautiful. Pandemic. What have you thought of it as the Sabbath, the most sacred of times? Cease from travel, cease from buying and selling. Give up, just for now, on trying to make the world different than it is. Sing, pray, touch only those to whom you commit your life. Centre down, and when your body becomes still, reach out with your heart. Know that we are connected in ways that are terrifying and beautiful. You could hardly deny it now. Know that our lives are in another's hands. Surely this has become clear. Do not reach out your hands. Reach out your heart. Reach out your words. Reach out all the tendrils of compassion that move invisibly where we cannot touch. Promise the world your love, for better or for worse, in sickness and in health, so long as we all shall live. Thanks for listening. Stay well, stay connected, and we'll speak to you soon. Thank you for listening to The Sacred. I'm Elizabeth Oldfield. The producer of this episode is Milo Edwards, and it is a project of the think tank Theos. We'd really love to hear your thoughts, whether via Twitter at sacred underscore podcast or me at Theos Elizabeth or the sacred podcast at gmail.com if it's easier to write in long form. As always, please do rate and share so others can find the podcast. We're also now available on Spotify, so it's even easier to take the sacred with you wherever you go. Finally, if you'd like to know more about the work of Theos, you can connect via the website at theosthinktank.co.uk. 